The following program is intended for mature audiences. Warmest aloha, sir. Hey, Holly. Hi. Holly to you, too. He's so Holly, he doesn't even know he's Holly. I'm tempted to say menehune. Like Hawaiian leprechauns. <laughs> or chipmunks or something. What's wrong with that turtle? He has lung problems because he smoked too much turtle weed, which is bad for you, right, Ola? Hawaii has a big future. I, I, I want to become a part of it. I know every angel of these islands. I'm like a good tourist guy. What we're about to say. She were on a mission. Trying to find a way. If you and me make a guarantee. And this is now on HNN. Ave Maria. Hawaii has lost a music legend. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. Willie Kay passed away at the age of 59 after a lengthy battle with lung cancer. My joy that I'm doing on stage, making people laugh. Oh, that was so much fun. Today, we take a look back at his remarkable life. For the land of the free. And the home. Good afternoon, you're watching special coverage of the passing of Willie Kay. The renowned Hawaiian musician passed away peacefully last night, surrounded by his family at his home in Wailuku. The news was posted on Uncle Willie's official Facebook page early this morning, thanking everyone for all the love, support and prayers. The post says a celebration of Willie's life will be announced at a later time. Jim Mendoza takes a look back at his life and legacy. This is how we do the blues in Maui. William Kahaili'i, known to his fans as Willie Kay, was an extraordinary talent. But during a Hawaii News Now interview, he described himself in much simpler terms. He called himself a working musician. I, I played with the insecurity that I wasn't good. I was just, you know, just enough. His Just Enough was better than good. He received 19 Nahoku Hanohano Awards. Close friend Kelly Boy DeLima says he earned his accolades. He was just phenomenal, man. I would watch his fingers go, man, and I would just be amazed. Willie Kay's musical tastes were eclectic with a capital E. Different styles were opportunities to explore, and nothing was off limits. I approached with an open mind because I knew nothing of country or jazz or rock and roll. He once said he liked to keep his audiences guessing, 
a Willie Kay show had it all, even opera. He was not happy with just one genre. He was a variety kind of guy. The musical roots came from his family. He loved performing and feeding off an audience whose energy. In 1992, Willie swept into the spotlight with multiple Nahoku Hanohano Awards. Then came successful musical collaborations with Amy Hanayali'i Gilly. He definitely showed me a whole nother world of entertainment. You know, there's an entertainer and then there's a showman. There's two completely, that's apples and oranges. I'm very grateful the time I had with him because it really opened my musical mind up to there's no set path, there's no cookie cutter, there's just, you just do it. As a solo performer, Willie Kay shared the stage with musical heavyweights. They all knew him, they all loved him, you know, they knew how unbelievably talented this guy was. What a pleasure and an honor to come play with Willie Kay. Yes, I'm at the um, terminal now. Early in 2018, Willie revealed that he was diagnosed with lung cancer. This January, he posted an update on Facebook. You know, still, I'm still going to be rocking. I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to stop. He continued performing as long as he could. The music was pain management. Cancer tries to say, no, 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 no. We're here to control everything. And I'm over here to say, no, no, no. You, you, you're hidden for nothing. What's so handled cancer on his terms. It was the same in his approach to his artistry. He, he just uh, captivated people. He was authentic and his audience knew it. And I make the world come to me. That's exactly what I do. I'd like to thank the people of Hawaii for accepting the music that I have given and shared with you. I was blessed to um, uh, share whatever time, you know, I could with him on this earth, but you know, um, I'll see him again. I'll see him in heaven. Thank you. Thank you so much. Hawaii is a son, one of the most incredible entertainers to ever come out of Hawaii. Willie Kay is survived by his wife, four children, and three grandchildren. Also to all of my ohana and all of my fans over there in Maui, you know who you are. Thank you. Mwah. How's it, everybody? And welcome to Living the Aloha Life, podcasting Pono in the 808. I am the poor man. And I am Dr. Aloha. Yes, you are. Happy Memorial Day weekend and happy, happy yeah. Aloha Friday. That is a true statement. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, we had plans to do a different podcast, uh, one on mythology, but the thing is, is that the sudden and shocking news, the loss of uh, Uncle Willie K has changed this week's podcast plans. Uh, we'd like to dedicate this ad-free episode to Willie Kay's life and music, and we hope we all can celebrate his life together here with this podcast. Uh, not many really can comprehend the wide variety of you know his music talent from blues, opera, gospel, rock, Jawaiian, and Hawaiian. He was really the blues Hawaiian musician of the islands. For sure. He was a. I mean, blues was his thing. 
He loved it. Yeah, and I don't think a lot of people even know that. I don't know how many people actually like really just know Willie K in general. So hopefully this is an awakening for people to get on board his music now that it's sadly that he has passed away. Right. I mean, yeah, I personally was devastated. He is my absolute f- favorite Hawaiian yeah. artist. He's one of my favorite. I mean, Brother Is is my favorite. Well, yeah, but, yeah. I love he's right up there yeah. with Willie K. But yeah. Willie K just stole my heart years ago. And I, oh, it was just the most devastating news to wake up to that he was gone. Yeah, it was very devastating. So we're, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be playing um, music from many of his albums. And one of the things that I request and what I've always requested and what we've requested in many of the podcasts from the past is that you, you show your love to not only Willie but to all artists in Hawaii by downloading your favorite albums from, uh, uh, from him on either on iTunes or anywhere else that you can purchase them like Amazon, anywhere. You know, his, his Ohana could use your help right now and... You know, I think it would be much appreciated considering the circumstances and where we are today. And, and, and just getting support from you guys would be greatly appreciated, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So we'd like to quickly thank all the patrons who continue to support the podcast through both good times and the hard times like we're going through today. Without all of you, those listening for free wouldn't have a podcast to enjoy. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) And to all the patrons who have actually increased their patronage over the last year during this pandemic, especially like Joseph, who just increased his patronage yesterday. Mahalo Nui Loa. Yes, thank you. Patron friend and podcast host Larry Camp has a very special place in his heart for Willie Kay. He's met him. He's always listened to his music as well. And I want to take this opportunity to send you to Larry's podcast, which he recently started. It's called Nobody Knows Your Story, and it's on iTunes. And please be sure to listen to his latest episode, Here's My Story, which will be multiple episodes. Listen to his connection to Hawaii, his challenges, and his life-changing events that will leave you on the edge emotionally. I'm not going to lie. I cried so hard. Yeah, he he kind of put me on the ropes there, you know. <sighs> There's a lot of connections between his book and obviously his personal story right. that he's talking about. And, um, you know, a lot of the things, you know, reading his book kind of like, is this, I think we talked about this before, like, is it, did this really happen? This is mm-hmm. crazy. And the way he had the cliffhanger on this first episode about his own story was pretty devastating for me to actually listen to you were saying that and i was like i was like you just oh felt my for him yeah so much. i felt for him so much and i was like oh let's get to part two so we can get some, some positivity <laughs> no, I because i was like i was i was like going oh my god is this the way it's gonna end you know like it's kind of like empire strikes back it just ends like that and i'm like <laughs> no <laughs> But Larry, yeah. your story is just, it's heart-wrenching and yeah. amazing and inspiring all at the same time, just all combined into one. And right. you guys, just take a listen. Like yeah. You'll be so moved by it. Mm-hmm. And thank you, Larry, for mentioning our podcast yeah, and thank yours. You, <laughs> We're one big ohana and doing things for each other is a given and a true joy. That's what makes our connection around the world so valued and appreciated when it comes to Hawaii. Absolutely, so, absolutely. Really quickly, um, I hear you were recently a guest on a podcast too, yeah? Oh yeah. So I was recently. <laughs> I know. Um, I was recently uh, a guest, and I haven't even posted it yet anywhere. But was uh, Namaste with Renee, which is a good friend of mine from back in Boston, and we kind of I think we talked for about forty-five minutes, and we were talking about 
just what's happening in Hawaii and how to live in the present moment and just how Hawaii's getting through this pandemic and everything. So what I'll do is I'll end up posting it probably on the Aloha Life Facebook page and, um, you know, direct you toward her uh, podcast as well, which is what is I mean, her podcast is really kind of like it's just a very positive podcast about figuring out who you are, where you're from. You know what I mean? Maybe life coaching. It's like life coaching. Yeah. So that might be a positive podcast for you guys to listen to as well. I think I've mentioned it once or twice before over the last couple of years, but I'll, uh, I'll, I'll do some links and I'll post some things for you guys so you can find her and join her Facebook page as well because it is all positive. So if the world's going to shit. She's the one, I guess, to listen to for 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what we're going to do, guys, is we're going to go right into this because we have so many uh, songs that we want to play. We're going to play two songs now. The first we're going to listen to is You Kuipo, which was Willie's first major solo hit that put him on the map back in 2000. And my favorite song in the world. Uh, it's, it's, I would say... It's what made me fall in love with him. I love this song. Yeah. My love favorite it. songs would be Yukuipo and Waterfall. Yeah, Waterfall too. So, but Yukuipo is the one that made me fall in love yeah, with Willie yeah, K. It's true. Uh, Yukuipo <laughs> was the one that made me fall. And it's funny because most people fell in love with him with that song. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then would be Waterfall. Like Waterfall, like Beautiful. Oh, I don't even know how to explain it. When we get to it, we'll talk about that. But like I'm sad because it's the video too. It's the whole thing, yeah. like the video and the song together. Yeah. That like I, does it. Yeah, it does it. Yeah, um, yeah. So that that this particular song, Yukuipo, put him on the map and made him a household name, really. Uh, as well as another one from his Uncle and Me album called Good Morning. Got that one in my truck right now. Good morning. <laughs> it's my favorite album. And it's a good morning as long as I have coffee, as long as we have coffee. Exactly. Right on. So let's go listen to that, and we'll be right back. All right.
uncle's life we'd like to share our own experiences uh, meeting uncle and listening to his music as me and uh, amanda have been lucky enough and i think many of us have um you know like larry and others that we've we've all met you know uncle willie and we've also experienced a lot of their a lot of his concerts and a lot of his get-togethers so i mean for for me personally and i think uh, me and amanda can both agree that the thing about willie is that he just didn't do hawaiian and it was always a blessing and a surprise because you'd never have a clue what he was going <laughs> to play when you saw him. Like, he, he may actually do a concert for like an hour and a half, and you only get one Hawaiian song. It's true. Or sometimes you may not get any. But no matter what <laughs> he plays, it's freaking incredible. Yeah. And that's the thing that like was so mind-blowing about him. It just didn't matter. You're like, me and you went to go see him, and he played Purple Rain by yeah. Prince. <laughs> 
He played some B.B. King songs. He played... Italian opera. Italian opera. <laughs> he was just playing everything. And I was like, oh my God, is he really doing this? Jazz, blues, Hawaiian. Ja- yeah, <laughs> it was crazy. So, I mean, for me, when you would go see him, you know, he, once again, he was one of the guys, like Uncle George or like other people that was an ambassador of Aloha. For sure. And he would... He was a funny guy. Funny. I was going to say, and he was funny. He was His funny. little comments in between yes. songs. So he would do a lot of comments in between <laughs> his songs. And he would also, um, you know, just talk a little bit about before each song, he'd talk about other artists that he's, he'd work with. And then he would actually change a lot of the song, mainstream songs that were out there from famous artists. And he would put his own twists on them and say different chords in Hawaiian mm. and, and do a bunch of different things. And, you know, when you have somebody like, let's say, a brother is or... Um, you know, some other artists, they kind of stuck mostly to like Hawaiian or Jawaiian music. Mm-hmm. So that's why Willie Kay was a was in a way, and I can understand why you say he's your favorite, because he really changed the perception of what a Hawaiian artist could be. He doesn't. And, you don't have to just be Hawaiian. And that was his intention. And we'll get to that in his story too. But I think that's what sets him apart and makes him so special for sure. Yeah. So, anything else you want to say about him? About his music and the experience of going to a concert with him? Because we had seen him at the Blue Note. Blue Note. So, Blue Note obviously is more of a blues type. I think Blue Note is very sad right now. Oh, because I'm that sure was that devastated. was that was that was his, that was their biggest pull. Yeah, yeah, so they're known for the blues and jazz type yeah. music, and that was Willie Kay's favorite. Yeah. But man, did he play everything when he, he was did. there, and it was just—I mean, it, yeah, it was just a blessing to see him. Yeah, I had, I, yeah. I don't know what else to say. Yeah, I had seen him several times at Blue Note. I had seen him at the uh, Waikiki Shell, and then I had seen him at Kapiolani Park twice for uh, several of the ukulele, ukulele festivals. Festival, yeah. And I had the honor and the blessing to be able to listen to several of his renditions of uh, live music like Hallelujah. Oh my God, and yes. Yeah, I mean, I mean that, I mean, that, that is... Alone. That alone. and that particular one in 2017 that he did, I was there live for, and it's the best recording of him ever doing that song. And it's just mind-boggling to That's just hear him do this another song that just brings me to tears his rendition of it it's it's spectacular. amazing it's it amazing is. all right so what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and play a couple more songs and as we're talking uh about all the different th- type of music that he played we're going to listen now to two songs that you probably would never expect from him unless you've been a fan of <laughs> yeah, his yeah. for a long time so that's going to be Nessun Dorma and Ave Maria, two of the best-known Italian opera songs we know. Crazy. You'll get, you'll get a real taste for him right here. Yes. But here's the thing. Even if you were a, fa- a fan of him from afar and you had his CDs or whatever, you don't. You might not understand the variety of music he really did play unless you had seen him live. Yes, because exactly because the albums that he's done is mainly Hawaiian or blues. But there are a certain genre. Like, you buy a Hawaiian album of his. You don't buy a mixed album, right? Right, and and I don't think he ever did a mixed album. You can only You can only hear this music live from him. And that was the most amazing thing about him is because, you know, a lot of people, like, they'll they'll listen to a CD and they'll go, oh, I'll hear those songs at the uh, concert. No, you're going to hear songs you've never heard before. (laughs) Which is awesome, it is. It's like, what is this? You know, and it's like you expect to get something. And like we just said, you get something completely different than what you expect. You get your mind blown. 
I mean, he's, he's gonna <laughs> he's you're gonna go to a concert of his. He's gonna sing Tennessee whiskey. Right. I mean, what is that all? Country about? music. Yeah. It's just absolutely crazy. Yeah. So we're gonna go ahead and go listen to those songs, and then we'll be right back. All right. All right.
Okay, we are back. So let's get into Willie's story. William Kahai Ali'i, born October 17th, 1960 on Oahu, was one of 13 children in his family. Nine boys and four girls. <laughs> Can you imagine? That is a huge family. <laughs> he was a Hawaiian musician who performed in a variety of musical styles, including blues, rock, Hawaiian, and opera. Many came to know him as Uncle Willie, and his fans grew to love him as Willie K. Right on. Raised in a family of musicians, Willie began performing at the age of eight alongside his father, Hawaiian jazz guitarist Manu Kahai Ali'i. So his father, I guess he was a pretty famous Hawaiian musician as well. Yeah, Manu was known around the islands, you know, a while ago. He never did like all these huge albums and everything like, right. like his son did, but um, he was well known in the community. Very talented. Yeah. It was at the age of 10 that the family moved from Oahu to Maui, and in order to make new friends fast, Willie picked up the ukulele and began to play. Right on. John DeMello, who is a record producer, manager, and composer of artists, including Bretta Is, said, if Willie doesn't know how to play an instrument you'd like him to have on in the recording, just hand him the instrument, go to lunch, and when you return from your meal, Willie will have mastered the in- instrument and is ready to record. Huh. What a talent. Like, That's that just crazy. blows my mind. So, Willie played steel guitar, electric guitar, and bass, in, a- in addition to the ukulele and many other instruments as well. He was just a super talent. Absolutely. By his high school graduation, Willie was playing in as many as eight bands. How do you even do that? Including country and western salsa, rhythm, and blues. That's awesome. Now now you can just see from that all the different bands that he played in, all the different genres. It's just amazing what he did. I don't know how he did I don't know actually who else in Hawaiian history, when it comes to musicians, was able to do and have this wide range. Just in general in history, not Hawaiian history, but like... Oh, yeah, that's true. (laughs) That is true, don't you think about it? I can't think of anybody that was that diverse in their musical style. I don't know. But okay, so we're going to listen to two more of our favorite songs from Uncle Willie's 2000 album, The Uncle and Me, North Shore Reggae Blues and Kachi Kachi Music Macavero. Very good. I have this album and I love it. I love this one. (laughs) Right on. Let's go listen to a couple more tunes from Willie and we'll be right back. Let's do it. All right. Under the mango tree, waiting for the sunrise, waiting for the North Shore. Whoa, 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 whoa. My body's aching for freedom, right? The brothers calling me to join them. The party's jamming on the other side, over on the North Shore. The minor birds are leading on the way. They're telling me how to get there. I'm concentrating on my early drive, driving to the North Shore, under the mango tree, waiting for the sunrise. For the North Shore Whoa, 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 whoa I hear the surf calling me Singing a new song Here for the North Shore Whoa, 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 whoa I wipe my hair away from my eyes I like to feel the wind on my face 
Okay, so we are back. We'll continue the story of Willie Kay. So Willie left Hawaii for a few years and moved to San Francisco, determined to make it in the music scene. The Hawaiian community in California discovered Willie when he opened for groups such as Cecilio and Capono. While living in San Francisco, he began to form relationships with local musicians and made new fans. While on the West Coast, his music had such a powerful impact on one particular group of fans that it caused them to give up dangerous dead-end lifestyles. That's awesome. Right? Willie explains. There were these kids that came to my show in California and they said, Hey, Uncle Willie, because of your music, we quit being a part of a gang. They were in the Crips and the Bloods and all that stuff. There were some really rugged-looking kids and they said, Your music made us think that there's something else we can do with our lives. You don't need to have this type of lifestyle to prove something. They took all of their gang uh, handkerchiefs and stuff and put it in the little bag and gave it to him. And uh, they said, please throw this away. We'd be honored. And that was a direct quote from Willie. That's yeah, that's like, crazy. That's really cool. Yeah, those are the two major um, gangs gangs in uh, California. Yeah. They still exist, I think, in some capacity. Oh, yeah. It's crazy, crazy. Uh, however, Willie became frustrated by the scene in San Francisco and too many earthquakes <laughs> and had enough of the mainland and moved back to Maui where he performed solo for the next few years. He considered his options and again with renewed determination focused on recording an album of his own. His first three albums changed the direction of contemporary Hawaiian music. He swept up Hoku Awards from the Hawaii Academy of Recording Arts and continued to record for a new company, Round Island Records. After two more recording efforts and once again discouraged by the business, he took a break from recording his own music and in the 1990s he's hooked up with a new talent, Amy Hanai Ali'i Gilliam. Is that right? You got it. Oh, Jesus. Good job. Good Lord. <laughs> Not only did this collaboration last nine years, but the couple also shared a personal relationship. He had produced three albums with Amy for the Mountain Apple Company. The recordings won seven Nahoku... Hano Hano Awards, part of Willie's total of 19 hokus as a musician and producer. Man, I'm glad I got through that. All right, nice job. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so why don't we go listen to several songs produced by Willie and Amy. This is it's not something that you're usually going to listen to because usually people don't go this far back in his history of mu- you know music. Mm-hmm. Usually they just listen to like Willie K. Right. So this goes back to when he started his career with Amy, and it's from the 2003 Amy and Willie live album. 
Once again, it's unlikely, as I said, you probably haven't heard this stuff. But the first song is going to be, oh, here we go. Come on. <laughs> Kua Kana Wai Alua Ao Molokai. All right. <laughs> and the, the second, second is Pili Mau No E Ka Ehu. Wow. Check oh, you out. Oh, my God. Let's go you listen just, to like, these songs. You just, like, rip those out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll be right back. <laughs> My family land of Molokai is a valley called Waialua Valley, and it's on East End, Mana'i side, where my grandmother was raised. And she was raised up in the back of the valley, if you can kind of picture this. There's two waterfalls that come down, huge waterfalls, and very, very up on the very, very top. It takes about two hours and 45 minutes to get there. A place called Pakaikai, where my grandmother was raised. And that's where one of our kings, when he was a little boy, Kamehameha Nui Ailuao, was raised. And it's very, very beautiful. It's my own special place where I go to get away from the world.
on the Harley one day. And this, what does this talk about? Your favorite puas of Maui? And would I pray tell be one of them? No. <laughs> that was a joke, hello. Well, if you're talking about flowers to pick or pluck, it's all a different story. <laughs> well, pluck away on this song. Sorry, Jackie, you ready?
Okay, we are back. And to continue our story about Willie Kay, in 2005, Willie's reunion and album with Gilliam, Amy, and Willie Live was nominated for a Grammy in the first year of the Best Hawaiian Music Album Award. It's a great album. In 2007, Willie Kay became one of the very few artists to win a hoku as part of three different acts. His collaboration with Eric Gilliam, and now that's Amy's, Amy's brother, brother. Yep. won Best Contemporary Hawaiian Album, in addition to wins already achieved with Amy and as a solo artist. Oh, that's unbelievable. It just doesn't stop, right? No. <laughs> Willie also performed with legends such as Prince, Willie Nelson, B.B. King, Steven Tyler, Santana, and Mick Fleetwood. Damn. In addition to his singing career, Willie Kay also was the owner of Mao Tribe Productions. Incredible. Although Willie had always been close to the genre, his 2012 album, Warehouse Blues, took his artistry to another level altogether, consisting of 17 originals recorded in Maui with Willie Kay on guitar and doing vocals, Jerry Byers on bass, and Chris Thomas playing drums, Warehouse Blues marked the first time that Willie Kay had devoted an entire album to the blues, which was the genre he loved the most. The songs, he said, all came from his personal life experiences. They're about ex-wives, ex-girlfriends, lost love, heartache, watching TV shows, and life. About the genre being his first love, he explained that he had been singing the blues ever since the age of six. Like, what six-year-old even knows what blues is? That's Elvis. Just, it blows Elvis my mind. Knew. Okay, there she's, you go. He's up there with Elvis. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> of course. Blues and gospel. Of yeah. course, traditional Hawaiian music had always been at the core of Willie Kay's experience, too, as he felt it was important for him to dispel misguided beliefs regarding exactly what Hawaiian music is. Yeah, so yeah. that was true to his heart as well. Yeah. In 2019, Willie produced a second blues album called Willie Kay Tropical Plantation Blues. The two songs we'll be playing from this latest album is Amber Sky Blues and Island Lullaby. Also, we'll be playing Heart Aching Blues from Willie's 2012 album, Warehouse Blues. All right, so we're going to have three songs from his blues albums. And, and this was his favorite. Yeah, and a lot of people don't even know about his <laughs> blue albums. And the the uh, Warehouse Blues ones, This that album is unbelievable. I didn't even know what to do or how to pick these songs, honestly. Uh, we could do a whole entire show just on his blues. That's cool. I mean, you're talking about 30, 40 songs, like 30 songs he has on blues. And I'm like, what what, what do I do? So but I, we had to pick three here. Because so how we, do you do it? How do you pick? I, I listened to every damn song. Aww. It was crazy. It took me two days. And they're also good. They're, they were really great. But I just said, you know what? I think this... The Amber Blue Sky is like that really introduction to the blues on his 2019 album. And then Island Lullaby is just his love for the islands. And that kind of, I'm like, you know what? And there's one more on that particular album that's really great too. But And then Aching Blues just really mm. brings together his blues music. And I just didn't know. I was like, oh, I could pick this one. I could pick that one. I, I didn't know. know. So... Okay. So interestingly, even though I'm a huge fan of his, I didn't know about his 2019 blues album. That was news to me. I just found that out when we were doing our it's research. It's crazy that... How did I not know? You know, we all know that he was <laughs> sick, it, but he was doing... He was producing and recording 
and singing and doing this album when he was going through hell. He just he didn't want to stop because it made him feel better to do what he loved. Yeah, that's what exactly. he said. So, so go let's yeah let's go listen to these amazing blues songs. And I'm sure after you listen to this, you're going to be picking <laughs> these albums up. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right, be right back. All right. When the evening sun go down On the west side of Maui, Lahaina town You'll see a sky of red High above your head Welcome to Amber Sky Blue And just before the sun kisses the ocean You'll stand in awe, sweet emotion For that haze of amber hue You'll be amazed at the view Welcome to amber sky blue It happens at the closing of summer Before it sails into the winter the twilight dreams of amber streams Will take your breath away, I swear Just remember from this simple song On the west side of Maui You're just gazing along You'll witness the odyssey Of a beauty from your wandering Welcome to Amber Sky Blues At the closing of summer Before it sails Into the winter The twilight dreams Of amber street Will take your breath away I swear So just remember From this simple song Side of Maui, you're just gazing along. You'll witness the odyssey of a beauty from your wandering. Welcome to Amber Sky Blue.
feel that island lullaby calling, calling to me. Feel that island lullaby calling, calling to me. Oh, someday soon I'll surrender to the Hawaiian in me. Feel that island lullaby calling, calling my name. Feel that island lullaby calling, calling my name. Someday soon I'll surrender to just who I am.
in the morning sun begin to rise Wandering through these eyes of worry Just what you've been doing all night Sitting here thinking about you Leave me with this lonely heart making move. And the child's been crying, crying. And I've been dying inside. Well, this home is empty without you, woman. Oh, the tears flowing down my eyes. Left me alone with nothing else to do. Leaves me with this lonely heartache and blue.
Amazing. Uh, now, this is the situation. In February 2018, Willie Kay was diagnosed with lung cancer. Now, so let's just stop that for a second before I even continue. He's a musician. He's a vocalist. He's a singer. I know. This is the worst type of cancer he could get, and yet, his voice was amazing. He had cancer when me and Amanda went to go hear him, mm-hmm. and he sounded amazing. He's doing fucking opera. I, with cancer you never in his lungs. You never. Okay, so he looked a little sick when we he saw did. him. He did. He looked thinner. If you closed your eyes, you never would have known. No, you would have known that it wasn't him. It, it didn't sound like he was frail or anything. No. He sounded just as strong and just as vibrant. And that is shocking to me because, you know, he could have got it. No, seriously. I'm sorry, but he could have gotten any cancer, right? He could have gotten anything. I know. And he got the worst one of them all. For what he does. And it didn't and stop it him. And it did not stop him he at all. He continued to pour his heart and soul into his performances. And I know. clearly it was, honestly, maybe it kept him alive longer. Maybe it did. Maybe it did. Uh, because of, though, that he was diagnosed, he promptly canceled upcoming performances in Honolulu. However, in the months that followed, he kept his promise to his fans to continue entertaining crowds despite intense treatment. A post on Willie Kay's Facebook page in April 2019 announced that he was undergoing... Immunotherapy. Immunotherapy is oh okay. So is that when they um they try to boost your immune system? Yeah, I think that's I what think it is. So. That's when they try to uh, they try to boost your immune system. I don't know if it's with drugs or whatever it may be to see if your body will react to the cancer differently or in a quicker way. But it was eight months later in January 2020 that Willie told his fans that his cancer was terminal. And I it, it didn't work. That's then. when he decided to discontinue treatment, yeah? He, yeah, he decided to dis- Yeah, because it, why did he want to keep going through that hell when it was terminal? He, he knew, let's enjoy the rest of my life and continue to play music he until... He wanted to perform yeah. and he wanted to just, yeah, do what he could do until he yeah, couldn't do it anymore. Yeah, So in February, just recently in 2020, Willie was hospitalized. Uh, with pneumonia, which uh, not Corona, further, no, not Corona, which fur- further uh, complicated his he- health. And on May 18th, 2020, Willie Kay died at the age of 59. He was young. So heartbreaking. He was young. Uh, he passed away in his home in uh, Wailuku, surrounded by his Ohana. He survived by his wife Debbie, as well as their four children. Uh, so we're gonna go do now. We're gonna listen to two more of our favorite songs from Willie's 2000 album, mm-hmm. uh, "The Uncle and Me," uh, "Waterfall," and "Mocha." Mocha Wait, Mo- I- I'm thinking about waterfall. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm thinking because I wanted to talk about waterfall. So yeah, 
uh, Molokai Woman too, but Waterfall for me, I think this is the exact... If you guys listen to Waterfall, it's... I know. It will bring you to <clears> tears. <throat> it's so... This <laughs> music's so beautiful. It, um... It reminds me of Hitler. Passing to heaven. So let's go through that. Okay. Okay. We'll be right back. That's okay. <laughs>
waiting for you, my love. She doesn't mind, cause it's her home. She's my Molokai woman. She's my Molokai woman. She's my, she's my, she's my Molokai woman. She works across the sea I'm full of Haina town At the end of the day She returns to Molokai To Molokai And she comes home to her castle Never complain about the day After working hard, she works at home. She's my Molokai woman. She's my Molokai woman. Yeah. Yeah. Think about it. Every night and day. Can live without her, can live without her. Every weekend night is a party night, inviting everyone all around. From Kanakakai to Halava side, everybody from every town. I wanna tell everybody about this pretty lady, what she always really loved to do. She hug and kiss and love almost anyone She might even be loving you
Every day She's my Molokai woman Oh my Molokai girl She's my Molokai woman Don't you let this love fade away She's my Sorry. I know. I don't apologize. It's just, we love him. Everybody yeah. loves him. Yeah. Um, as beloved as Willie was in Hawaii, over the years, Willie K's reputation has spread far from his home state as his popularity skyrocketed on the mainland too. So why was he so beloved by so many? Well, as Uncle Willie said himself, I am unlike any other Hawaiian that's <laughs> ever been seen or heard before. Uh, and that those were his words, it and it was so yep. the truth. Mm-hmm. It was the truth. The Willie Kai signature ukuleles that he helped create are made of koa wood and currently being sold for over $3,000. Yeah, so he has, mm-hmm. a, he has a signature group of ukuleles that he's been making with several other people. And, you know, right now they're priced over 3000 but I will assume now. They're going to skyrocket. Yeah, they're the, the going to skyrocket, guys. So if I you mean, want what an amazing, the, yeah. amazing piece of Willie to have. But I, I just wish he signed everyone. <laughs> I wish he did too, but maybe I, he did. I, oh, there's ones out there that are signed. I'm sure. I'm sure some of these signature ukuleles are signed, or maybe they all are signed on the back. I don't know. Right, they could be. Who yeah, knows? but if any more is made in the future, obviously that won't be happening. No, of course. So anyone special. Yeah, so anyone that are signatured are going to be worth a lot amazing, of Amazing, amazing piece of yeah. Hawaii history. Yeah, yeah. Well, that will end our In Memory of Willie K podcast. Yeah, and, and really please know that I think I had gone over uh, 40 songs to choose from for this podcast. <laughs> and that is just a fraction of his work. Many of uh, Willie's amazing pieces uh, really had been done live. Mm-hmm. And we had talked about this. And many of these have been recorded on YouTube only. So do a search, but uh, what I'm going to do is in the podcast blog, we're going to attach a bunch of videos for you to listen to also from all, like, you know, concerts that he's done on songs you've never thought that he'd play. Awesome. You know, so, um, yeah, it, it's 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 really hard to lose these legends here in Hawaii because there are a, uh, really so few remaining now. Uh, but as, you know, really as long as we continue to listen to uh, this music, we'll keep Willie and others. We'll keep the memories alive. We'll keep them alive for sure. Yeah, I yeah. mean, him and Bretta is, who, by the way, Bretta is just had a birthday the other day. 61? He would be 61 yeah. the other day? They're both so special. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, and the other thing is that we hope when this pandemic ends, we'll have the opportunity to bring in the legend Hawaiian musician Henry Capono of Cecilio and Capono. Uh, live into the podcast studio. I'm saying it now, so we have to do it. <laughs> we're bringing see? the positive energy bringing, and yeah, vibes. <laughs> yeah, positive vibes. We're going to see if we bring, can bring Henry in. Henry and does only live down the street from me. It's so cool. I often see him at Safeway <laughs> getting ice cream. And, you know, so I'm like, hey, you know, we, we just sit there and talk about ice cream. 
Guys, if you don't know who Henry Capono is, just check him out because yeah. he kind of like reminds me a little bit of Willie Kay. Yeah. He, yeah. I mean, minus all, he doesn't do all the genres per yeah. se, yeah. but he is just super fun. And He's played with, with Willie a lot of times. Yeah. And he does um, Sunday Fun Day Live at Duke's. Yeah, so every Sunday he does that, and he has a foundation too, so we want to get him into the show, and we want to talk about his foundation, we want to talk uh, just about what he's doing today, how, you know, growing up in Hawaii, all the musicians he's played with, and hopefully he'll play some music live. It'd be so cool. Yeah, and we'll also <laughs> play some of his, you know, his songs from his albums as well, so. So we'll yeah. keep you posted. Yeah, we'll keep you posted. We don't know when this crap's going to end, so, know. you know, we'll keep you guys posted. Uh, now, next week's podcast will be the part one of Hawaiian mythology. I know many have been waiting to hear about the history of Hawaii's mythology and legends, and we are excited to bring. It's going to be a two-parter, so we're excited to do that. And, I'm and, oh, Amanda's joked excited. about yeah. it. I'm just so into Hawaiian mythology. I always have been. Yeah, and we've both read uh, King Kalakaua's book on myths and legends. Yeah. So we're very excited to bring these stories to you guys. I mean, I don't think we're going to be able to get all of it done into even two episodes. No, we're, we're yeah. going to just talk about. Select yeah, yeah, kind of like we're going to build the foundation yeah. for you guys. So then later on, we can even do more uh yeah so okay so we're going to end this podcast in loving memory of willie k with one of our most favorite songs willie k's version of hallelujah which is from the 2017 ukulele festival which i was able to see live and by the way next holiday season you know around the holidays what we're going to do is we're going to do a podcast with his christmas album willie Kaliki Maka. I love it. Yeah. And his version of Oh Holy Night is probably one of the best out there. We have played it before yeah. in past uh, Christmas podcasts. But what we're going to do is we're going to play his whole album. It's yeah, going to be yeah, a yeah. Willie K. You'll get more. It's going to be, it, we, we could call it Willie Kaliki Maka. I mean, seriously. <laughs> we should, yeah, yeah. Yeah, why not? Why not, right? That's great. Yeah, so, okay, so this is about it. And what we're going to do is we're just going to say, be good, be safe, and show the whole thing. Right. You ready in this? Do. Let's do it. All right. Shoot. Shoot. All right, guys. Aloha. Aloha. David played and it pleased the Lord But you don't really care for music much Now do you? Well it goes like this The fourth, the fifth The minor fall And the major left And a powerful king composed
Well, your faith was strong, but you needed proof. You saw her bathing on the roof, and her body in the moonlight overthrew you. Well, she tied you to her kitchen chair, and she stole your throne. Then she cut your hair and made you scream out the words of hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Light. 
How you look at it, it's still aloha. Be pono, be righteous.
you stuck around to the end of the show because if you have you'd be blessed with willie's rock version of the italian opera song nessun dorma which he played in 2012 at the pono hawaiian grill in santa cruz california with jerry byers and chris thomas it's believed to be the only recording of this song take care everyone aloha okay Alright, um, here's, here's a request I'm going to ask of you. If you have a recording video device, you're going to want to record this next piece. And you're allowed to, okay, on this one. You're going to want to record this because you're not going to believe this next piece of shit we're coming out with. But I can guarantee, young and old, and in between, you're gonna go, I'm oh, freaking Hawaiian, he's scary. This <laughs> is what I do during my um, downtime when I got nothing else to do. I kinda get, kinda get creative, and I, uh, I just, you know, I just fool around and stuff. With stuff that goes like this. What?